Hi, Ross. Hello, Samuel. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Been a good too. week. Been a huge week. Tremendous. A tremendous week. Yeah. I got all my circles filled. I know, dude. Well, I didn't get all my filled, but I was really still I got was time. Close. Yeah. You got time. I don't have time to go back into time on Saturday. Oh no, you don't. I sat on the time couch. zones, man. <laughs> Saturday somewhere. <laughs> Saturday somewhere. Hey. Hey, we're doing a show. This is episode 26. Two sixer. Of Sam and Ross Like Things. Um, Which if we were actually keeping to fortnightly, this would be a year. Did you go back and look? No, oh, because 26, 26 times, times two. Okay, yeah, this would, and, but we haven't been. No. Uh, and yeah, it's been thwart, thwart, light nightly this time. Yeah, we just couldn't get our act together last yeah. week, but that's okay. Yeah. We're acting together now. We're, we're we're doing it. Um, Sam, I have some follow up. Do we do we need to do ground rules again? I feel like people know. The people know. Uh, we like things. We don't hedge. Follow up. Yeah. Okay. So here's my just real quick follow up for this week. Yeah. Two shows ago. Two shows. You ago. like Little Brother. That's correct. By Cory Doctorow. Yes. And I read it and finished it uh, last week. What? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, so it gets a Ross thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't, this has been like a real fallow year for me reading books. And so it, is, it kept my attention. The year of war, right? It's supposed to be. It's really just the year of Ross doesn't have a whole lot of time to read. Yeah, 2016. Ugh. Yeah, throw it in the garbage can. But this, this kept my attention and I read it and um, it was good. I would recommend it. Excellent. Yeah, it made me think about uh, I wish that I was in high school and could. It made me envy kids who are smart that have lots of time to do smart kid stuff. Yeah. And I thought if I were in high school and had kid level free time, I would just, I would be doing so much stuff. Awesome. Yeah, that's one of Corey Doctorow's sayings is don't ever underestimate a young person who is time rich and cash poor. Yeah. To crack your encryption. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so that was good. I don't know. Do you have any follow-up from, from this past uh, couple weeks? Um, I've been neglecting any homework I've had, so no. So that's I great. Don't. Yeah. That's great. Um, I did want to do a quick reiteration of our call for sponsors. Call for sponsors. We did a super professional job last show of we did. asking for sponsors. So I'm going to try to emulate that and say that if you are out there, business owner, and you have a business or a cause or an organization that you would like to be... To reach our audience. Yeah, to reach our super cool audience of folks who like stuff. Uh, drop me a line. You can drop me a line. I am... What, what email do I... Well, I'm Ross Cater on all the things, but do I give out a specific email address for this show? I forget. Not for this show. You just give them out, give out your Ross... My Gmail? Do you want yeah, to? Yeah, that's fine. You, sponsors, you can reach me at rcatro, R-C-A-T-R-O-W. At gmail.com. Or on the Twitters, you can do at Mr. Beefy or at, at Ross Catro. Yeah, wh- whatever you want. So if you're interested in sponsors and stuff and sponsoring our show specifically, please let me know. We think it'd be cool. We haven't done a lot of them, but yeah. it would be neat. Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. We got a lot of stuff other people like. Yeah. And last week, we were kind of I, going back and forth on we're just gonna read them all this time. Yeah, I need. I should apologize for last week because we. I think we. I went too far in the one direction. We thought it was too many stuffs that people liked, 
And yeah. so I picked seven arbitrarily. It was just too few. Too few. Way too few. So we're going to do stuff everybody liked. We we um might not uh, spend an hour, but you know, we're we like what other people like. Yeah, it's, So let's let's go through it. I think it's my favorite part of the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Cat, who I'm married to. You're married to. Likes blankets because I haven't gotten to use them all summer. Yeah. And I'm on this vi- with like the whole like class of blanket type items. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah, like sleeping on top of the sheets. And now I get to cuddle under a blanket. Yeah. You can wear jackets. Uh, hoodies. Blankets for your neck, a.k.a. scarves. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time coming our way. Daniel Warshaw likes marriage. Plof master. The plof master on plof. internet. Plof. Plof master. He likes marriage because today, when we're recording, is his 12th anniversary with his wife, oh, Valerie. anniversary. Isn't that wonderful? It's amazing. Jeff Mueller likes pumpkin spice, pumpkin farms, pumpkin beer, hay rides, and homemade pancakes. Ooh, I wonder if he puts a little nutmeg in his batter. Dude, I wondered the exact same thing. Like, how yeah. do the pumpkin aspects of his sentences influence his pancake? I mean, I mean, pumpkin is not all that dissimilar from, like, a yam or a sweet potato. And people make sweet potato pancakes. Oh, yeah. You could add a little pumpkin. You should know. follow up with him. And see. We'll do some follow-up. Uh, Jason Inofuentes likes October baseball. Ooh. SHD on Twitter. Who's my mother? No way! Yeah, this is my mom. Oh, Dude, yeah. wonderful. Uh, she wonders, or the thing she likes is Good Morning RVA long reads with their wide variety of topics. And she asks, this is acceptable reader questions, right? We accept re- reader questions. We do. Okay, so she asks, how does Ross find and select them? And this is a great question. And yeah. the answer is mostly just people send them to me mm-hmm. or I find them on Twitter. Uh, and that's how I find them. And how I select them is really just whatever is interesting to me. And I have, I mean, she says very nice things that they have a wide variety of topics, but it's really. Things that interest Ross. Yeah. And so it's like a kind of a narrow set of topics. They just seem disparate. It's like space, weird stuff, politics. Purple stuff. Purple stuff. Sunny sunny D. D, Yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of whatever. Send me a thing. And if it's interesting, I'll probably post it. That's the secret. And secret. If you know Ross, part of the, the game is to see if you can get one of your long reads, one of the link you sent to Ross in the long reads, and then you feel like you won the morning. Yeah, so everyone should participate in the game. It makes my life way easier, honestly. Uh, Matt Fisher likes listening to the Misfits and Boris Pickett nonstop from October 1st until Halloween Day. Robert <laughs> Sterling likes single-serve instant coffee by Cafe Bustalo. Chad Ingold likes Portugal the Man. That is a band, which I listened to tonight because I'm fascinated by the name. I'm glad he clarified because I didn't realize that Portugal was... I thought he was talking about a man. Portugal. I, th- I thought he was talking about the, the country. Well, well, the band's name is Portugal, period, the man. Is it? That's the entire name formatted thusly. Like fun, period? That something? I don't know. Is it? I, I think that's a band. With the period in there? But this is the yeah proper formatting of Portugal, period, the band. Um, the man. Sorry, yes, the man, not the band. <laughs> Wait, it is a band. Yeah. But it, <laughs> this is confusing. Portugal period space, the man, which is a band. Right. And then Joe Foster likes the new Danny Brown record, which has a song with Portugal period, the man on it. Mind blown. What is going on? <laughs> Synergy. Will we even get through this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're not even halfway, folks. <laughs> Stick with us. Andy Hunter, who's my cousin, likes taking pictures with a real camera. 
And he put mm. it in quotes, real camera. So I assume he means like non-iPhone camera. Okay. Do you do any non-iPhone? I do not. Neither do I. And I'm always t- I'm tempted always. Uh, Sarah Choi likes lattes, succulents, and book shopping at Chop Suey Books, which is a local bookstore we have. The succulents is cool. I like succulents too because you don't have to do anything. Yeah. They just live until they die. <laughs> just like all things, man. Mm-hmm. Valerie Catro, wh- whom I'm married to. Yes. Likes uh, when people admit they are wrong. Mm-hmm. Gifts of Winston Bishop from New Girl. Uh-huh. I know who Winston Bishop I just, is. Just for the reader or the listeners, yeah. man. And her black and red notebook, which is, I think it's a, a brand of notebook, but it is also black and red. Okay. Uh, Cayman Gordon likes postseason baseball. Which is the... Which is also October. Sometimes. All, not all October baseball is postseason baseball. I think. I don't know. Who even? We'll ask Tabor. Yeah, we'll ask Tabor. Roby Martin likes uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, Fern Bars, and Amy Schumer. I think there's a new Fern Bar on the south side of our city, but I haven't been huh. yet. Brandon Wolf likes this clown trend, <laughs> which I'm, I dislike, but his brother, Chris Wolf, likes turtles. And I have lived with Chris Wolf before, and I can verify that if you live with Chris Wolf, you will find turtles wherever. Just like loose? Yeah, loose, in the toilet, in the bathtub, whatever. There will be, tur- All there right. will be turtles. It's like a movie. There will be turtles. Uh, Matthew Freeman likes a hurricane named after him and the gloomy weather that we're having now. Andrea? Andrea? Don't know. Andrea Allman likes orange kittens. Ooh, cute. Phil Williams likes jalapeno margaritas. Ooh. Charles Merritt likes Kroger Clicklist. I don't know what that is. Oh, dude. Whoa. Kroger Clicklist is you can go onto the Kroger website. Okay. And then order all your stuff. And then pay $5. And then at your appointed time, you just drive your car to Kroger and they come out with all your groceries and put them in your car. Sounds like magic. It's pretty awesome. And you can even do stuff like if whatever you want is not on the website, you just like you want the sausage craft sausage, but it's not on the Kroger website. So you just pick right. a sausage and then in the notes say like, I want this type of a sausage craft sausage and they'll do it. Cause it's a human that goes out into the store for right. you. It is awesome. You're creating jobs. I, it, I asked, so I asked the guy, so this is a little bit of a tangent. When I did it the first time I asked the guy, I was like, Hey man, like, does this suck for you? Because now you have to do this on top of your other job that you had to do also. And he was like, no. This is totally new. I, they actually promoted me to be a manager of all these new people that they've hired. So it's great. Oh, great. So there you go. Um, you are creating jobs. Literally. Literally. Ashley Ray likes homegrown tomatoes and pickled corn. Pickled corn. I've never that had pickled sounds, corn. That sounds amazing. Sounds great. Do you think it is? Like the little baby corn? Okay. This is exactly my question. Is it that? Because I like those. But it, or, Put those in a stir fry. Or is it mm. like relish with kernels? I don't know. I think it would be like the little baby pickled corn, but little baby corn. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe she'll follow us up. Yeah. And then a whole slew of people wanted to like a show on a certain delivery mechanism. Okay. So this comes from Johnny Hugel, Jorge Salgado, Chad Brown, Kevin Clay, Lisa Sims, Jenny Fisher, and Ashley Ray. Wow. And they all, so some of the, all those people said this sort of thing. They like together or separately. IT Crowd, Luke Cage, and Gilmore Girls on Netflix. Uh-huh. Atlanta on FX. Designated Survivor on Fox. Outlander on Stars, And High Maintenance on HBO. 
It's a lot of shows. It's a lot of dang shows. And honestly, I'm familiar with three of these, and that's it. Uh, I I manually added this the one from Jenny Fisher, which is Outlander, because mm-hmm. I saw her today. She says also a book. Yes, series. It is. That's the one with the with the sexy Scottish guy, right? No, that's Highlander. No, I mean yes. <laughs> is he Scottish? I guess, right? The Highlander. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. That sounds. Anyway, that's a lot of shows, and I'm interested in some of these. Are they in the same universe? It's a. I think it, it isn't Outlander a time traveling sexy Scottish man. I thought that was Doctor Who. This is a lot. British people need to like get a new <laughs> story. There's more than that story, British people. I, th- I don't know. I think there's room for plenty. Okay. <laughs> that was a lot, you guys. You guys like a lot of stuff, and thank you for sharing them with yes. us. Ross. <laughs> yes. The thing you like this week was brought up on the last show, and we immediately added it to your list. Yes. You like a bar in Richmond, Virginia called Bamboo. Yeah, the Bamboo Cafe is the best bar in Richmond. The best? That, those, those are strong words. I know, and I think I need to, I need to like, I don't, I don't get to hedge. So I'm not going to hedge. No, it's my favorite bar. How about it's that? It's your favorite bar. It's my fa- you can say it's the best. It is, for me, best for, Ross. Yeah, for me, the best bar in Richmond. And so I would like to define for you the four characteristics that are required to be Ross's best bar. And I would encourage you to adopt these as your four characteristics. To as write well. them down. Yeah, because they're laminated card. They're pretty close to capital T the truth, okay? Sure. A great bar must have one darkness. Too bright. I don't want to come to your bar because I'm drinking a thousand beers and I don't want it to be too bright. We all look gross. Right. Yep, we do. So let's keep the lights down. Two. Gotta be quiet. It does. Because I want to have a conversation. I want to have a conversation enabled by the flow of alcohol about important and interesting topics. Or unimportant things, but are interesting because of said alcohol. Correct. Three, I like dark wood. Like, your bar should have wood in it, preferably dark, and preferably it was once not dark. Yeah. But human grossness over time (laughs) has made it dark. dark. And it's got that lacquer on it. And the lacquer is not a chemical, but it is made up of human grossness. (laughs) I hear you. And then finally, it has to have at least one cheap beer. Okay. Yeah. Those are my four points of being a great bar. And Bamboo does all of these so, so well. So well. It's been around for like a trillion years. I think, okay. I, I, don't, I do not know that you could implement the same type of bar new. Well, tell me a location. So it's in Richmond's fan district. Okay. And it is it's on Mulberry and Maine. Um, it's like a, a resi- for people who aren't from here, it's like a residentially, uh, like a 1920s, 1930s neighborhood. All that, it's like row houses, brick row houses. And this is one, yeah. one of those. It's like on the corner of, like a corner shop on the, in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got, it's exactly what you picture in your mind when you picture a neighborhood bar. It's got a bar with stools, some, some booths. Oh, mm-hmm. booths are important too. Booths aren't a, a, a to, to clarify, you're saying booths, not booze, bo- which is also important. Booths, but. yes, booths. Um, because it ha- uh, you can get by without booths, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's hard. It's nice to have. Yeah, it is. Have them. Um, is uh, I'm gonna say this because it's part of my bar experience. It doesn't have to be in the the top four, but how important is like drinking food? Oh. 
it's yeah, it's not in the top four, but it's pretty close. Like the onion rings at Bamboo. I say they've got like fried, like a basket of fried food. Yes. That'll... And I am a hundred percent aware that the onion rings come out of a plastic bag. But that's okay. And it's totally fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. They come with ranch dressing. Ooh. So it's just wonderful. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's one of these places like a neighborhood bar, which I'm not sure Richmond specifically can support anymore. Where, huh? I think it's challenging to come in and I think you almost have to own your building to do it in that way. Like if you come in and try to rent from a place in a in a neighborhood with high rent, as you know, most of the cool neighborhoods are. I think it's really hard to do it and afford everything if you're doing like beers, cheap food. If you're not doing some sort of concept with a ten dollar burger. I don't know that you can make it work anymore. So it's like a dying breed of things in Richmond. Yeah. Are you at all concerned that the overwhelming popularity of this show will draw too many people to your crowd and remo- to to your favorite bar, Bamboo? Yeah. And, well, there was a and yeah. It'll be too crowded, and you just can't go there anymore. Yes. This is a and this is I think like I'm not the only person who likes neighborhood bars, right? Right. And as they've slowly gone away in Richmond. The ones that are left are more are necessarily more crowded. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a legitimate concern. There used to be another cool bar next to Bamboo called Avalon, and it closed. And now, like, where are all those people going to go? Um, it's it's sad. It makes me sad because lots of cities can have. We have weird alcohol laws in in Virginia, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to also if you want to serve liquor, you have to also serve food. Correct. And so it makes it really hard to buy like a teensy hole in the wall. And just put some bottles of beer up and a tap and a keg and call it a business. Like, you can't do right. that. It's against the law. And it's also nice to have neighborhood bars because sometimes you want to have a couple with your friends and not have to drive anywhere. Yep. Um, yeah, there aren't enough of those in Richmond. Yeah. And I, I agree. Um, tell me how you first, was it love at first sight with this bar? Yeah. I used to go to a different bar called Ipanema, which is the bar of my heart. I'm aware. I'm aware of Ipanema. Yeah, and like Ipanema satisfies all those categories it as does. well. Um, my Ross is four points. Until you get kind of late night and then it gets loud for dancing, which I think is great. Because you can leave. Or if you're young, you can dance. Oh, right, right. And I've just decided that I'm just... If you want to. If you want, yeah. <laughs> you can... You, your friends can leave. You can leave them behind. Right? Yep. You can leave your friends behind. Anyway, we'll cut this out in post. Uh, yeah, so I'm just too old for that bar. And it became clear, like, yo, I'm too old for this neighborhood bar. I need to find another neighborhood bar. And so we ended up at Bamboo, and it was just like, yes, totally. Just like you said, like, this is the place for me. Felt like home. Tell me the type of occasion that calls for a trip to Bamboo. Uh, you need to have a serious conversation with one of your friends. One of your friends like, I need to talk. Bamboo's perfect. You need to go on a either pre or post beer from a romantic date sort of thing. We encountered you and your wife, my wife and I encountered you and your wife there doing the same thing where we had like a date night out, went to bamboo for an after drink and you guys were there doing the same thing. Yep. It's a great for that after drink sort of thing. Um, It's also good for dinner with family early. Okay. And, and then like a beer and then go home. It's like Ooh. for everything, you know. Yeah, as neighborhood Good. bars are. Can I awesome. can I say one quick one no. one thing? <laughs> no. One thing about no, we're done. How they chose the beers. Oh yeah, they have three taps 
three taps. Three draft beers. And one of them is cheap because it's in Russ's rules. Yeah. Well, that's not the cheaper I drink, but it is. One of them is cheap. Um, they, they have High Life bottles, so oh, you, you know that speaks to my heart. They have a national craft beer, usually um, Bell's Too Hearted. They have a local craft beer. It's usually uh, Blue Mountain, Full Nelson, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have a national macro beer, and it's usually PBR, which I think oh. is a fantastic way. That is, if you're only going to have three taps, that covers it. Yep, that's bamboo. Awesome. I have. A, I know we have a friend of the show, Mr. Casey List, has two very important questions. Yes. For any venue. Yes. One is there ample parking? No. It is in the fan, so you will, this is part of the experience and part of the reason why I ride my bike, you will have to circle a four to five block radius to find a place to park. That's just part of the deal. That's part of the deal. It's near a hospital too and like lots of residential, so there's just not a ton of parking. Gotcha. Question two, even though that first question crosses it off the crosses list. Crosses off the list. Do they serve Tito's brand vodka? I would think they would, yeah. yeah. It seems okay. like the kind of place they would have it. Excellent. Yeah, and they make good drinks, man. They're, they, it's not like a crazy thing that's blue I, and on fire, but like... Yeah, I've been there and ordered, you know, like a just a rail drink, and they give you a long pour. Yeah, yeah, because they're hospitable folks. Yeah, it is not skimpy on, yeah. on the gin and the gin and tonic. Right. That was good. Let's go there right now. Let's take the show on the road! We could have a meetup. That'd be fun. Sam and Ross like things meet up at Bamboo. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll be there. Me too. Samuel. Yes, Ross. The thing you like this week yeah. is Pokemon Go walks with my family. Not my with, family, your family. With my family. Yeah. yeah we, Tell me more. So Pokemon Go is an iPhone game where you walk around, you collect Pokemon, and Go to Pokestops uh, on your phone in the re- quote-unquote real world. And my family's gotten into it. So my wife and I both have accounts. And we go on specifically named Poke Walks or Poke Hunts with our two daughters. Does that, does that mean you have routes that have names? Or you say, hello, family, we're going on a Poke Walk? Hello, family, we're going on a Poke Walk. Okay. So... Yeah, we'll go on little family outings. Sometimes it's just around our neighborhood. Sometimes we go to specific places for the goal of catching Pokemon there. Are there spaces in the real world that have better Pokemon than other spaces? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. So I'll just go straight. So uh, this morning, we went to Louis Ginter Botanical Gardens. Walked around there, caught some pretty good water Pokemon around. They got that big lake. Uh, There are a bunch of Pokestops, and they... At one point, put out little lures there. They don't do that so much anymore. Last weekend, we went to Browns Island, which was nothing but people staring at their screens <laughs> catching Pokemon because there's a Pikachu spawn point. Oh. Right there. And you can catch yourself a Pikachu. Do we need to explain any of the Pokemon stuff? I feel like no, right? No, Everybody everyone's going Yeah, oh. everyone knows what Pokemon are. Okay. Anyway, so we will go on outings or just neighborhood walks with Pokemon as the goal. Um, and my wife and I are on about the same par in terms of level. Right. So it, that's not a problem. And the kids uh, get into it. Do you, do your kid, like, you have two daughters. Two daughters. Do they, is one like your your Padawan and one cat's Padawan? Or? It switches. Uh, so they are allowed to hold our phones. Of course. 
and it was part of the reason why I own. I normally am a naked robotic core. Your phone right person. now has no has case. no case, yeah. but I own a case specifically for the purpose of I put it in a case so I can hand it to my kid what a, when we go on Pokemon. That is models. a really good idea. Sorry, I interrupt I, you because it's a really good idea. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. And I, this time around, got the Apple battery case, so that not only when my kid is holding my phone playing Pokemon, that it is slightly more protected, but Pokemon, which drains the heck out of your battery, will now actually be charging my phone with the battery case. Do you allow them to hold the phone and walk around at the same time? Yes, but there are rules. Okay. Uh, My wife and I have slightly different rules, partly because I've got the battery case. So Pokemon Go has a battery saver mode where if you hold the phone upside down, it turns off the screen. It will still vibrate. When you get when a Pokemon is there, mm-hmm. so her rule is with her phone, it's down when you're walking. There's a Pokemon, you stop. For me, I don't care if they're looking at it when they're walking, uh, but that's just my phone. I don't mind. We also have so there are uh, family rules, specifically around like when we're crossing streets, which is eyes up, phones down. Added in the notes, eyes up, phones down, can't lose. But we never actually say that. Lose your life. Up. Yeah. So yeah, they get to hold the phones, and they get into it. That's awesome. Yeah. What it? What aspects are competitive between you and Cat? Are there any? Like it, no, we are not competitive. We do have. We are on different teams. Oh, really? So I'm yellow team, and she's on blue team. Okay. And so we have. Uh, one of our rules is a. Uh, the marital gym courtesy, which is if your spouse is in a gym where you battle Pokemon, you do not battle that gym. Did this rule come about from an <laughs> interaction in real, like a thing had happened it, it and did. we had to make the rule? It, this was not a rule that existed before. <laughs> <laughs> it is a rule that exists now. Uh, there's a gym right near my bus stop that would change hands frequently. and. It is now a rule. Yeah. I like that rule. That's smart. Yeah. So often we'll find ourselves where one person is home with the kids while they're sleeping. And the other person will get will check our phone. Or our neighbor who also plays is on a spawn point and she'll text us if there's a good Pokemon just uh, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So uh, I call it double fisting where I'll be carrying two phones out to catch that Pokemon. Oh. And you always catch... Catch it on your spouse's phone first. Yeah. It, but it's still there for your phone, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm carrying both. Right. Yeah. You get a chance. So I'm out there with two phones catching Pokemon. You get looks ever? Probably, but I'm too busy looking at my phone. Eyes up. Eyes up. Can't lose. <laughs> oh, eyes, <laughs> eyes up. Can't lose. Uh, we caught a Pikachu that way. I went out in a thunderstorm because there was a Pikachu out in the thunderstorm. Did you succeed for both phones? Both phones. I caught that Pikachu. Wow. And my spouse, so there's this thing you do, which is uh, you save up your Pidgeys, and then you use a lucky egg, which doubles your experience points, and then you evolve a, a crap ton of Pidgeys all at once. And to get it to, to, and that levels to, you up, right? That levels you up. Yeah. And I find this tedious. She finds it somewhat like... Soothing. Soothing, like a Zen thing. And so she 
did that for me the other day where she just took half an hour and evolved Pidgeys for half an hour. Whoa. Yeah, that's married. I was just going to say, that's like a, that is a, a picture, a beautiful picture. Beautiful picture. Uh, so we will, you know, go out and say, All right, we're, I'm like, if I want to go for a walk and people are just doing our introvert lounging around the house, doing whatever we're doing, I'll say, I'm going, I'm going to go get the Pokestops and I wait enough time then anyone's going to come with me, mm-hmm. give them time to put on shoes. Or I go by myself and I walk down to the end of the block, get the two book I stops and then come back. Do you find that um, most of the time folks go with you from your family? Most of the time, but not all the time. Do you play, uh, so I know you ride the bus a lot, right? Yeah. Do you play on the bus, at work, like take some, in the similar vein of like, okay, I need to get out of the office for five minutes. Yeah, I don't do it like while I'm working. Yeah. But if I'm on the bus, I'll, I'll open it, but I'm not with my family then. Right. But I'll do it on the bus. I will also, I go for little like 10 to 15 minute walks throughout my day because I eat lunch at my desk. So I'll use that to break up my day and I'll go around the Capitol, Virginia Capitol grounds and just walk around there, fill my circles and uh, yeah. So catch Pokemon. This is a foreshadowing for yeah. later in the show. Yes. We, we have activity sharing. You yes. and I, uh, uh, with we our do. circles on our watches and stuff, because we're insufferable. But mm-hmm. I've noticed that you have you're completing lots of of work of walking tasks, workouts, or whatever. Is this related to the Pokemon? Yeah, I'll say, hey, Dingus, start an outdoor walk as I'm out walking, trying to catch Pokemon. So that's great. So you're doing you're playing a game and doing a workout, filling yeah. your circles at the same time. Yeah, and I'll also probably be listening to a podcast, too. Have you, do your daughters want their own accounts? I don't think it has occurred to them that uh. <laughs> I, they could possibly ever get their own account. Right. I did recently upgrade my phone to a new phone, and for the first time, my nine-year-old said, so what are you doing with your old phone, Dad? Whoa. I said, I'm selling it. And she went, aww. Um, what else? I have to say. Oh, there was this one time at Lewis Ginter where we actually interacted with another family because there was a super rare Pokemon, a Jinx. Mm-hmm. And so it was clear that we were all doing the same thing. It's like, so we would go around like all the corners. We never found it. It was probably on like, the like country club. Yeah. But we would interact with this other family periodically. And we're like, did you find it? <laughs> no. So, yeah, do you, is that the only time you ever like encountered another family doing a similar thing? No, no. Um, so we've encountered other people. Right when the game first came out, like you could tell, and people were a little bit more, uh, "Hey, any good Pokemon? Yeah, there's just Zubats." Right now, um, I, I've never been a smoker, but I must imagine it's kind of like what smokers feel like when they're outside of the building, right? Because they're all doing the same thing. So I'll walk around the Capitol grounds, and it's clear who's playing Pokemon <laughs> and who's not. <laughs> and I don't know that I've ever talked to any of those people. Yeah. But it's clear we all know what we're doing, and we don't even give the little head nod. Like, no. Nah. But we all know what each other's doing, and we're all, all okay with each other. Not as far even as I no know. head nod? I even, I like the, like, hey, we're, sometimes, we're both riding a bike. Like, even just, like, on a bike. We're sometimes. both biking. Head nod. But, but like, there, it's enough that I don't put my phone down when I pass you. Mm. That, which says I'm embarrassed to, for that you might see that Pokemon <laughs> goes on my screen. We have uh, other rules too, which is like 
the girls have learned, like, don't use an ultra ball on a Pidgey. Oh, so you're teaching yeah. them, like, big gaming. Well, gaming, just like, yeah, don't wait. Like, they know that Pidgeys and Rattatas are garbage Pokemon. That's awesome. So you're teaching them basic RPG skills. Yeah, it's like, don't waste. You can throw as many Pokeballs as you want at that, and if it runs away, it's no big deal. But don't waste an Ultra Ball on a Pidgey. Right. You you can give it a berry if you want to. That's fine. We've got enough berries. But save. And if there's a Pokemon like that we haven't seen before, you hand that phone to your parent. And so they know that. Yeah. Do they know, like, this Pokemon has some lower stats, so I'm not going to. Do they participate in, in evolving it at all? Like, do they. Yeah, they know enough that. So you now can appraise your Pokemon. Oh. And so my phrase is battle with the best of them is the best Pokemon. So they will go on a praise, and I let them throw away any garbage Pokemon that is not the highest tier. Okay. Do they, are you, are they allowed to evolve Pokemon on their own? No. Okay. Because those are being saved. They, they can ask permission and I'll let them do mm-hmm. it because it's no big deal because it's about fun. Right. But generally you're saving that to use during a lucky egg session. Right. This is great. <laughs> I want to know. I'm excited for it. We'll just have to check back in the future when. When this goes away? No. Uh, well, I, I, well, yeah, but more in like which of your daughters or maybe neither or none of them are like, okay, hey, I really like Pokemon. Like, is there anything else like this? Oh, they're already there. Okay. We bought our first two Pokemon card decks this weekend. You did? Yeah. We should play. Okay. We 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 made so JR is real into Pokemon collectible trade carding game. Trade what is it? TCG? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we've got all the cards. They're over here in a big pile. We spent Saturday building decks. Oh, well, we played our first game today. Um my each of my daughters spent their allowance each on a deck. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough energy in the decks. Mm, interesting. Yeah, in the deck prefab decks it's like I lost because I ran out of cards. Oh yeah, that's a legit strategy. It is a legit strategy, but she wasn't poking at my deck. Yeah. It was just like, well, I'm out of cards. <laughs> right? She probably felt great. Yeah, she felt great because she won. And I was even trying to do that strategy to her. <laughs> like, I was trying to, po- I had one that was like, discard the top yeah. card of your opponent's deck. Yeah. And it was just, I used all the energy I had, and I managed to faint three of her Pokemon. Mm. So that tells me there was not enough energy in my deck we, to we win. We usually do. Only three prize cards, because the games can just take. God, the game was forever too long. So we do three prize cards, and that's it. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, let's get together, and we'll maybe the kids can play, and we can play, and it'll be fun. I now feel like I have to help my daughters level up their decks before they can come over here. No, because we don't. We tried to read a little bit on the internet about like some good deck strategy, but like you really have to have a pretty comprehensive set of cards right. to even do any of that. I just stuff. want to know the best energy to Pokemon ratio. Well, we can talk. We can talk, take this offline. Okay. I have some thoughts. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that that that's a thing. Both of my daughter's Halloween costumes are Pokemon related. Are you serious? JR is going to be Ash. Uh, my oldest daughter is going to be a Pokemon trainer. Sweet. Uh, though today she was doing some Google image searches and costume ideas and she wants to be Jesse. Oh, cool but we probably won't find a wig in time. Mm. And my youngest daughter wants to be a Pikachu. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
So you have Pokemon all over the house. And it's great because you know, I'm into it. My wife's into it. The girls are into it. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's time for something else, Ross. You know what time it is? Quick hits. Quick So we've got a few quick hits. Yes. Uh, I want to plug Atomic Robo is a comic. That was one of my quick, uh, uh, not a quick hit. It was a like prime. They have a new Kickstarter out. Uh, Their first Kickstarter was they released really nice hardcover editions of all their books that they've done to date. And their business model is now every time they create a new book, they're going to put out a nice hardcover Mm. and people who like their stuff can go buy it. So go to Kickstarter, search for Atomic Robo. And there's uh, probably a week, maybe two left, where you can order a real nice hardcover of their most recent volume. And it's, uh, that's my quick hit. Cool. The other thing I want to do is plug Ross has started up his Patreon for Good Morning RVA. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we're back. So the Patreon used to be for RVA News, which died. It wasn't an official thing I liked, but it did turn to dust. Um, and now we've started back up the Patreon just specifically for Good Morning RVA, which is which is a daily, week daily newsletter that I send out. Um, just subscribe, gmrva.com. You can go and subscribe. And it's basically like a, a real quick digest of everything you need to know to be an informed Richmonder um, viewed through the lens of Ross's life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can go on there. You can sponsor for a couple bucks a month. There's some like jokey rewards and some semi-real rewards and... Uh, yeah, it's a way for me, it's a way for you to l- literally give me money. Yeah, yeah that's the point yes. is to, for you to give Ross money. And the money com- comes directly to me, and then I will spend this money. Ross is making hand motions of the m- money coming literally coming to him in, and then going back, going out back out in the form of web hosting and beer. Yes, and coffee, because it's in the morning, you know. I oh, write yeah, it yeah. in the morning, so I really do buy coffee. You are not ma- using this to make your living? No, no, no. Mm-mm. It would be nice if people threw you a couple bucks. Yeah. If they like your thing. If they like it. Then our last quick hit. This is a shared. This is shared quick hit. Shared quick mm-hmm. hit. Which is watchOS 3 allowed you to share your activity circles. Yeah. With friends and family. And Ross and I have been sharing our activities. And I've found I'm into it. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, Ross filled his circle today. I can't not fill my circle today. So today, Sam, yes, I had to listen to an hour and a half worth of audio. And so what I did was I went on a walk because I knew that if I didn't do that right then, my circles would be empty for the day. And then it would yeah. show you that. And so I felt bad about that. So not no. bad, but you know, I felt motivated to go listen to the audio while walking around the neighborhood instead. So in a previous watchOS version, I was able to get into a routine where I did like a hundred straight days of filling the circles. And then I stopped because I was like, oh, I don't want to do this every day. And then I just stopped doing it. Yeah. But I think having people matters. And I've also been doing this thing, which I find amusing and hopefully others find amusing, which is when someone completes an activity or gets an achievement, uh, you'll get a little notification on your watch and Apple watch will suggest things <laughs> for you. And my rule is I always pick the one on top. So often it'll be, Ross just completed a one-mile walk, and I'll respond, Shazam! Shazam is literally one of the options that, yes. that the watch suggests. Or I'm coming for you. <laughs> it's just a list of things that no human has ever said to another Correct. human. <laughs> In any context, let alone like they did a good job on their workout, and you say right. to them, Shazam? Shazam. What does it mean? 
we love doing the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, Ross. Yes. Where can people find show notes for this fine episode? Sam and Ross like things. Dot com. Dot com. Right at the top. At the top. And on the internet, we mentioned it earlier, but where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm Ross Catron, all things R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. And I'm at Mr. Beefy on Twitter, and that's pretty much the only place I'm at. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Sam, I will see you in a fortnight. Bye. See ya. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Venusaur, Bulbasaur, Jing, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, Jinx. <laughs>